Quest Gaming Network presents Elder Scrolls Off the Record. Everybody, welcome back to Elder Scrolls Off the Record for episode number forty-eight. I have, I'm going to apologize in advance for this episode. Uh, me and Varwin are hopped up on Red Bull, and who knows <laughs> what their other ones are hopped up on right now? But it's something, I swear. When you hear the outtakes, you'll understand. All right, we have a sponsor really quick to get into, Mister Evarwin. Yeah. Hey, Joe. How are you? Hello, everyone. Uh, we just want to tell you about our sponsor yet again, Tweaked Audio. Great headphones. Head on over to tweakedaudio.com. We got a code for you off the record. Get you 30% off, and that'll get you free shipping worldwide. They have four different styles for you to choose from. Six wonderful freaking colors. Wood's one of them. I love wood, and so do you. Get you an optional microphone. That's a bad joke. I should just stop saying that. <laughs> um, optional microphone so you can use it with uh, with your cell phone. It plugs into any MP3 device of yours, designed for great sound clarity, engineered for durability, with noise-reducing design. Guys, tweakedaudio.com is where you want to be. Get your lifetime warranty. Off the record, all one word, your code, 30% off, free shipping, tweakedaudio.com. All right, I am Joe the Widget Wilson, your lead host for this fantastic, fabulous, wonderful show called Ellis Rolls Off the Record. And joining me, as always, is the writer extraordinaire, my right-hand man in the network, Mr. Evarwin. Joe! Hello! It's kind of a pointless introduction because you already talked, but uh, that's okay. <laughs> and joining us, as always, is the lore master himself, the man, the legend, the myth, Louis Alon. Yes, that myth that we're all trying to figure out. What the hell? Is it? No. I haven't Thank written you, it yet, but we'll figure it out when we get there. Hello, Ivarwin. Hello, everyone. Glad you're Hello. all here. You know, I'm going to write that down. The myth. <laughs> Of Louis Olan, and I guarantee you this is coming up very soon. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a train. Everybody, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the train. Um, <laughs> it's winter. It's not supposed to have a train. And joining us, as always, is a man that we seem to always kick to the curb, always comes back for more, Mr. David Deenforce Adams. Oh, y'all couldn't go on without me. You're kind of a right. staple in this episode, on this show now. It's like... Yeah, it's not it's not else without the record without David off the record somewhere in there. Yeah, which always seems to get cut out of the final version. Well, yeah, for very good reason. <laughs> <laughs> we actually like our fans. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's that's <See>? low. <laughs> oh, I, told, I warned everybody, I swear. Uh, and our special guest tonight, who I feel sorry for already, Mistress... Liz Lebo. These guys have been burping and tooting all at me at in Skype, and it's bad. Who's I been tooting? She was I'm, turned on, I swear. I, 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 I told Santa. 
I've muted my microphone when I've been tooting, okay? I'll just have everyone know. <laughs> In my defense... The, my, uh. <laughs> anyway, um, before we begin, I wanted to bring up our Winter Thanksgiving episode. is coming up next week on the 20th. Uh, it will not be out that night because it's going to require a tremendous amount of editing. It will be out Friday night. We're going to record on Thursday, but it'll take until Friday to get me for me to get it finished. And the reason is... Is we are doing a very special Winter Thanksgiving episode for everybody. We are combining Dungeon Quest with Elder Scrolls Off the Record next week in a very long and interesting script, non-scripted, improved story, if you will. How do you want to describe that, Ivarwin? Yeah, basically what we've been saying um, since the last episode of, of Dungeon Quest, which we recorded all the way back in, I think, May... Yeah, a while back. Um, might have been April. We wanted to do one episode every single month. Well, the problem with that is all the shows that we've had on the network. So um, we're taking, since it's the holiday season, we want to take this time and just reward all of our faithful listeners with another episode of Dungeon Quest because everyone's been asking for it for a long time. It's you know insanely popular. We know that. We have a great time doing it. Um, you know, and we think next week should be a, a good time to to do it. So we're going to take Elder Scrolls off the record down for one week, and we're going to put in another Dungeon Quest episode with a Skyrim esque theme to it. Our winner thanks Miss Special. We're going to tie in how the last dungeon cru- last the last Dungeon Quest ended. <laughs> I almost said Dungeon <laughs> Crawler again. And yep, it's going to be a direct tie in, uh, even though mm. even though the the group. Is uh, is running away from an undead horde, and they run into a cave, and the 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 door of the cave collapses behind them, and they're they're lost in a cave, dark. We're going to find a way to turn it into a uh, an Elder Scrolls esque Skyrim esque holiday tribute, and and I've got the groundwork for that somewhat laid out. If I had you... to ditch the the last notes for the, the the episode I had written up, so that's kind of like our lost episode. Uh, and then we're going to do this. This is going to be absolutely hysterical. The best part about this is Dave finally gets his musical episode of Elder Scrolls off the record. Oh, I've, I've already started. Uh, miracle. I've already started writing up Christmas spoof songs for Winter Thanksmas. Yeah. Um, one of them I'm writing is called "The Six Days of Christmas" because Nords can't count past six. Um, <laughs> How can you count past six when you only have six fingers left? Anyway. Look so I need to, to write it. more. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a, a lot to go, but we're going to bring on as much of the cast as we can for at least cameos in this story. So uh, we hope you guys enjoy it next week. It's going to be fun. Yeah. If we can get the entire Quest Gaming Network on one Skype call for this episode, it's going to be a home run. And that's a, little, a lot of people. A little crazy. <laughs> yeah. We had a meeting the other night and we had 13 people in the call. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 All right. <clears throat> Since this is Elder Scrolls off the record, we're going to go ahead and get started in some Elder Scrolls stuff. Mm-hmm. And before we start, there is something to mention. There was a poll on the forums. Yvarwin, what was that all about? Yeah, uh, I found a poll on the official Elder Scrolls online forums entitled Faction to Faction Speech Slash Locked Territories Poll. And this was written by Veska Deval. And uh, he or she polls the community with two questions. Number one, should there be faction-to-faction speech? 
And number two, should there be locked territories? Now, you know, if you've been watching the development of Elder Scrolls Online, you know that uh, these are some very hotly contested discussions going on right now um, regarding the development of the game. You know, people feel like they should have all of all of Tamriel open to them uh, to, to explore, and, and some people uh, feel like you should not. Um, as far as faction-to-faction speech concerns... Uh, is concerned. This is an old, an old MMO thing. You know, should you be able to speak to the other faction as easily as you can speak to your own? Well, of and, course. So twelve-year-olds can trash talk everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Teabagging. So, <laughs> oh, oh, <God. laughs> like this ever happened really? to you in a Warcraft battleground? <laughs> Sorry. So, um. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's just one thing. And some games allow it, some games don't. All right, so number one, should there be faction-to-faction speech? Uh, 43% have said yes. 33 said yes, although they want some restrictions. And 22% have said no. So the majority of you... 78% do, say yes. Yes, they do want to be able to talk to all of the different factions 76. very easily. But yeah, um, it seems like I'm on some, the I'm on the side of the yes with restriction, honestly. Yeah, so am I. So am I. I. I sort of agree with the yes with restrictions. The second question is: Should there be locked territories? Now, 29 percent of people said yes that there should be locked territories. 45 percent said no, they do not want the territories to be locked. 24 percent said no, also, however. They'd also like PvP objectives as well inside of all of the different territories, not just Cyrodiil. So out of 135 votes since November 18th, percentages were rounded down to the nearest whole number for a conservative estimate. So the, the percentages I gave you are are conservative. Um, so uh, that was out of 135 votes. Those were the totals were. So I thought that'd be good uh, to lead off the show with, just a, yeah. kind of like a barometer into the community so- right now. This one, adding the no's together, since they're the majorities, we're getting a about 70% of people say no, they don't want territories locked. Right. Well, this uh, is, this I, is, this, and this is the reason why I wanted to highlight this on the show today. There is an overwhelming majority here of people, even though it's 135 votes, the overwhelming majority of those 135 votes say that they want faction to faction speak of some kind, and they don't want to be locked out of any territory at all. They want to be able to roam Tamriel as as they f- see fit. I think it to- should be locked, but I think it should be a hidden lock to where guards will pwn your face if you go in the wrong area. To where it's not an obvious, like you run into a invisible wall scenario. That's, I think that'd be the biggest mistake ever. Well, but I, I think that would work, but that would make it still feel open. The yeah. point is, it would, it, you want it to feel open. Right. Right. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of people that have said that they they don't want the territories locked would be would be open to that. I mean, we're used to that as MMO gamers. You know, we're used to that sort of thing. We know if we go into you know we can't just just strolling into an enemy controlled city and and not get confronted with. I would be all for them keeping everything open on the one term as a fact that PvP is turned off. I, I think no factions. matter which way this this issue goes, I think that. The that PvP thing is is going to be something that's just not um, can't be undone. 
I think Cyrodiil is the place where PvP is going to happen, and and that's pretty much going to be the end of it. Good. They need to keep it that way too. Yeah, right. I I think that's that's what it's all about. I don't want to be in, involved in me poning everything with my dual handed dark or a dragon knight of terror and doom as I'm going to story, getting gross in the story, and having some idiot level fifty from another faction come by and gank me, laugh and run away. That's just that's why I never played a PvP server. On MMOs, because it just drove me to nuts. Right. Well, not to belabor the topic, but I mean, they do have that that mega server that that phases you into um, places where your your friends or people who hold your common interests are in. So if I, you, I hope they stick with that. Yeah. I I think they will. They, I don't think they're going to move away from that at all. Good. That's what if I say PVE and no PVP, I want PVE and no PVP. Yeah, and I think that's your. From what I can tell, I I think you're going to get it. Our friends over at Tamriel Foundry put out an amazing video, um, this week, and I, I put it on the uh, the forums. And um, Elder Scrolls Online picked it up uh, or found it. I don't know, but in any event, they they featured it as well. I found it on Twitter too. They um, they were talking all about the different kinds of misconceptions that uh, exist out there. And one of the things they highlighted was the fact that these mega servers will phase you into, into groups of people that share your interests, whether it's PVP or PVE or, or RP. And it's all based on that questionnaire that you, you fill out at the very beginning of the game. So, um, you know, likely I think, uh, everyone's pretty much going to get close to what they want. Well, anyway, (laughs) yeah, I'm going to open up with this email really quick because it kind of pertains what I'm going to talk about here in a second. And this email came into us from Matt P. He says, Joe, I was excited to hear about your reaction, your recent foray into Morrowind as it was, for me, the game that got me into RPGs and will always hold a very dear place in my heart. I hear that so many times from so many people. Mm. And your description of your fight with the uh, Kuwama Forager, the spiky worm, yeah, uh, that looks like a leech. You commented that you thought that the hitbox must be incredibly tiny since it took three hours to kill the little worm. You may not have realized, coming from Skyrim and Oblivion, that combat Morrowind operates on a slightly different principle. In Skyrim, Skyrim and Oblivion, if you see your arrow or sword hit the enemy, it will do damage. In Morrowind, however, whether or not damage is done depends on your attributes, appropriate weapon skill, luck, and the enemy's defensive skills. So, the first two arrows probably did hit, but because of your low level and archery skill, they were counted as misses by the behind-the-scenes number crunching, and thus did do damage. Um, thus did do damage. Think of this as invisible dice. Yeah, I know all this concept. I was a game designer. <laughs> this was actually one of the greatest frustrations for more one players, as it was counterintuitive to see a sword or arrow hit an enemy, but have no damage done. Hope this helps you with your gameplay. And I look forward to hearing more about Marwin from you next week, Matt P. Well, Matt, I did realize this, actually, in this week's gameplay. What was happening when I looked at the background of it. And it was less frustrating when I missed, when I knew that was happening. So I thank your email. Thank you for your email, because that's exactly on par and exactly what's happening. I did get back into Marwin this week, and I got my archer, and I finally made it after about, I don't know, 17, 18 deaths to... Uh, I made it to Balmora, finally. And it took me about an hour to find anything in Balmora until I realized I went to my journal and I was like, all oh, right, right there. 
And I went to the place I had to go, talked to the person who said, go to this person, went and finally found that person. And I'm not used to not having, you know, my objectives marked for me on maps. But I haven't actually go find them. It was an experience I haven't experienced in a long time. But when I did finally find this, this gentleman, if you will, he had me join one of the different uh, guilds. So I chose the fighter guild. Something because I didn't recognize what two of them were. <laughs> so I figured, what the heck. I'm playing an archer. Or a ranger or something like that, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, and they sent me to kill... The first quest for them was to go and kill three rats for some pillow maker lady. Yeah, a, a pillow <laughs> There's maker. There's a rat tail quest. There it is. Pillow maker? <laughs> really? Well, the one thing I thought, okay, well, this will be an easy way for me to get really used to the combat, level up. I learned to fear rats um, in Marwind greatly after that quest. Really? <laughs> yeah. I opened the door in the lady's little room because there was supposed to be a room and uh, a rat trapped in her room. That rat bit my my feet off before I realized what was going on and shot it with about 16 arrows and killed it. <laughs> Give me that feet! Give me that feet! <laughs> She's like, and there's two more trapped up above me. I'm like, oh, great. <clears throat> yeah, I introed Liz. Ivaron was messaging me, do we intro Liz? Yeah, we did. <laughs> okay, good. Uh, so I, I got that I went upstairs, and then I went into the room, and there's two rats right there gnawing at my at the stubs that used to be feet that are now becoming down to my knees. And I died before I got one killed, trying to shoot him with an arrow. I did that seven times to two rats. Until I got wow. smart, pulled out my sword, beat the crap out of one, ran out of the door, ran all the way back to that first guy I met so I can use his bed to heal, ran all the way back, and killed the second rat. <laughs> I hate rats. You know, you know what, what makes these rats so difficult is is they the high dodge uh, rating that they have. You know, yeah, and that my little skills of everything. I did get my my by the time I finished my playthrough, I got my arrows to nearly fifty, my mm-hmm. archery to fifty. So I started hitting a lot more and for a lot more damage. As I had to go into a mine to go kill two um, miners that are apparently stealing from the other miners to mine eggs. Mm-hmm. Which was weird to begin with. Yeah, it's a little off. And yet, every miner, even the ones I talked to outside of the mine, knew who these people were that they were stealing and where to find them. Which kind of threw me off. And I just had to assume that the guards had better things to do, like pick their toenails. But so when you say that, like picking your toenails isn't a worthy, you know, activity. That depends on what's inside of them. (laughs) Oh my god! (laughs) (laughs) So I went in and took out these two guards and it was I was having a blast uh, sneaking in this these caves just shooting at different things I know I wasn't doing any bonus damage but I don't have enough you know numbers in the background there to help me out with that but I was still having fun killing these giant bugs that resemble cockroaches and I gotta say something I hate scribs they look like something oh my god I know yeah they beat their tail on the ground and squee I just want to kill them just to shut them the hell up dude (laughs) You go and try to melee them, they'll they'll spit at you and make you like paralyzed for a few seconds. Then That's why I shoot with the arrow, staring at the enemy. Well, I got good enough to where I can hit them in one shot with my bow now and pwn face with them. They explode into three little parts. It's a good way lo- of learning your bug anatomy. He's got a thorax. <laughs> wow. But yeah, anyway, hate those little guys. And then their big cousins, the big ugly things that are in there. That I was killing those in about three hits. So in this this doorway where the so and such the bug queen or whatever the door is 
went in there and I got bum rushed by these two idiots mm-hmm. out of the blue. And I'm an archer thinking, what? Uh, they they owned me quickly, so I had a good thing I saved before I went in that door. Went back in there, snuck this time, and it actually worked. They didn't bum rush me. Shot one of them twice before he got to me. Another three or four arrows, I was nearly dead. Got out of there. Left the door, because the other lady was still in there. After one was the guy dude, the, the guy of, of thief or whatever he is was in there, dead. Went to the side of the the cave, or between the, the phase-out or the uh, loading, and rested until I was healed. Well, some... I don't know if they have, like, the Dark Brotherhood or something in this game, but some dude all in black came over there and, and murder-raped me. I had that happen, too! Oh yeah. Murder-raped you? Yeah, what? I wake up that from... That sounds hot. <laughs> I wake oh up... What God. See, it wasn't just a murder. He just... Wow. It was a, a just complete destroy, <laughs> in-your-face, teabagging you for the hell of it. Wow. Even hotter now! <laughs> God, okay. <laughs> Good problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's why she's on the show tonight. Yes, it does. You know, eight millimeters her favorite movie. So, I finally say I, I went back to my save because it saved again after when I first rested. Rested again to heal up, and he wasn't there, even though I was like searching everywhere for him. Went back in there, killed the last lady, went back to town. That ended my playthrough, and I realized that I had put like fifteen to twenty points into my archery, and at least five to ten points into my my sword during this period, and have not leveled up. And I remember talking, I remember Yvarwin talking about how he had to rest to level yeah. up in Oblivion, tried yep. sleeping for what seemed like two and a half days, three days, and nothing happened. So I don't, nah, I'll figure it out. Probably don't have enough or what, I don't know. I'm still um, level one. Just a quick but... check. Uh, yes, the Dark Brotherhood is actually in Marwind, which is something I was unaware of as well. Well, I met him. I'm yeah, going to join him. <laughs> and I'm going to be a backstabber. I'm going to find the guy who ganked me and I'm going to kill him. Get him. Because that Don't was... take that, Joe. That was wrong. Don't That's take that laying down. Really, really wrong. Well, I did. I took it laying down all right. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't do anything about it. <laughs> I hate the bugs in Morrowind. I'm just saying. We thought the epic cockroaches in Skyrim were bad. Pfft. Morrowind's got it worse. I've heard that. I've heard it's considerably more challenging than, than Oblivion and Skyrim. The learning curve is different, and like yeah, um, it is. Like the emailer just said, is it's a different play in the background, much yeah. more D and D heavy. Uh, I did go back into Skyrim, and I did do a live stream for the first time in forever. Mind you, only nice. four or five people showed up. I had Dave, Liz there, and Colin, and someone else was there. I think was not or somebody. Well, you did it during the day. Yeah, I know. I didn't really expect that many to show up. I was happy people a couple work, did, man. But I had fun. Working. I was working, but I was working by playing Skyrim. There you go. And I went through and finished Dawnguard. Nice. What'd you think of it? Did you like the end? No, it was lackluster, but yay me! (laughs) 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 It does just kind of end. Yeah, it did nothing. The last fight was fun. Using those glowy arrows of awesomeness was pretty fun. And then doing slow time shout while using those glowy arrows of awesomeness... Of Elven office off awesomeness was even better. Now, Wait. if you got to marry Serana, would that at least be a better? No, I would not want to put up with her as a wife. She annoys the hell out of me. I would never marry. Hold on, let me see something here. I would never marry a vampire. Bit. <laughs> never. <laughs> well, we wow. feel so strongly about that. 
<laughs> no, I don't like her. I was really hoping no. I'd get a chance to kill her afterward, but nah. Poor Skyrim Kira. <laughs> <laughs> right after that, though, I went and uh, did Fred's mod finally. We're gonna. I don't know if we're gonna talk about that now or what, but yeah, let's let's yeah, let's, let's do it. it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Uh, let me let me scroll down here real quick. Open us up with it. I'm gonna tell you what happened when I did it. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna we're we're going straight into the crafting table, I guess, and we're gonna we're gonna talk about the QGN Elder Scrolls off the record hosts in Skyrim mod with unique events. That's right, guys. Version one point six by Vimerse, which is our very own Fred Woodley, found on the Steam Workshop, has been released. And big ugly cows. What's that? What is the name of it? It's called. QGN Elder Scrolls OTR hosts in Skyrim mm-hmm. with unique events version 1.6 by Vermerse, which is our very own Fred Woodley here at QGN. Wow, deja vu. <laughs> uh, his little unique event is this uh, cow, this painted cow that stands about 30 stories maybe. It basically makes... The giants look like ants in yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, <laughs> trees look like toothpicks, that kind of nature. Well, I made a bet with Fred that I could kill it in five arrows. Oh, yeah, that ain't happening. It took me about ten. Yeah. But the thing is, I didn't get touched. I did kill it, and the most interesting in the world happened that kind of threw me off is that the fact that, that once I killed it, that cow launched about a good three or four hundred <laughs> feet into the air. <laughs> That's the best part of this thing. I was like, what? <laughs> no, the best part is going to be when that, that thing finally lands and squashes you. You know Fred has got to program that somewhere in there. I was running off to go find the corpse of this giant thing. It's so going to kill you, like, so, five and, games later. Yeah, and everyone else was, there, like Liz in the chat room was saying, why is it going to come down and kill you when you're running out there? Nah, after looking around for forever, I went back to where I originally killed it and it was there. But glitched uh, there, Fred. The you know? weapons are funny. I like... I like his weapons, but some people are saying they needed more variety in the fact that the bow, the sword, the hammer, and the, and the one-handed, the dagger all have the uh, Lightbringer enchant. Um, Fred has on his on his uh, link here, okay, for the mod. Okay, you can get it on, on the Steam Workshop. Um, it's a new event, completable once per game and only available for a limited time. So if you want to play, if you want to get into the the uh, the mod, okay, and this is the same mod that features you know all of the hosts in 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 Skyrim on QGN. If you want to get into this mod, okay, we've got a new <laughs> Fred's got this 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 event now going on for a limited time. Okay, he's going to update it by next week with part two of this event. And basically, what happens oh, is when you go to the Shady Argonian, okay, you're gonna there's the the Shady Argonian, okay, Crethum. Uh, has been spotted wandering around Falkreath. So you gotta you gotta start at Falkreath. When you see when you see Crethum, okay, that usually means trouble. But he isn't willing to talk about it. Perhaps something is happening in the Falkreath area. So fast travel to Falkreath. Turn around. Follow the road. You'll find, see it. <laughs> you can't <yeah>. miss it. <laughs> find and eliminate the big problem creature that is out of place. So basically. What happens is 
you follow the road out of Falkreath, you you make a right, you go down, and there is the I don't even know if we should be I guess we should. I already oh. said it. Yeah, we already said it. There's this enormous cow. Bigger than a dragon. <laughs> it takes you would have to fit like thirty dragons the size of that thing. And it's Widget Bane's mama. <laughs> <laughs> and all and of Widget Bane's siblings. Surrounded by twenty of Widget Bane's siblings. Whom, when I played this mod, Fred was on the phone with me at the time. He was laughing because I told him, I said, Fred, how come all these little cows have like a retarded amount of health? <laughs> yeah, I know. Like 15 times the amount of their mom. <laughs> I, this thing is unbelievable. I didn't so, kill the little ones. I guess I focus on the big one. Thanks for dog food for tanking all of them. Um, I think most of us at the network have played this. I, Lou, you played this, right? Oh, no. No, no, I haven't yet. I went there. I went to attack, you know, Big Bad Mama, and my game crashed, so I haven't gone back since. <laughs> my next goal is to bring out my Red Guard again and have his revenge on the painted cow on that mama. <laughs> that would be amazing. Did you get a chance to do that yet, Joe? No, I haven't yet. I'm going to do that next. We should definitely live stream it when you do. <laughs> I'm going to. have to live stream that, Joe. <laughs> Dave, you played it, right? Yeah. What what happened when you when you did this? I know Fred was like highly amused by what was yeah, going on. Yeah, I actually I had the same thing going on that Joe did. Where after I killed the dang thing after an hour, it shot up straight into the air and flew off to the middle of nowhere. And the reason why that is is because when he programmed this in, enemies can only have a certain amount of weight, and the weight is distributed by the size of the body. So. The thing had the weight of only, like, the same type of, of painted cow that you see the babies are, except so, it, it, it catches air like a blimp. It's a methane-filled cow, for sure. <laughs> in order to effectively beat this cow in one hit, bring a match. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it did. I popped the, that pinata. It was hilarious. Yeah, and then when you loot the corpse, there's you know a whole bunch of really you know uh, decently powerful weapons. Fred had said that um, the weapons that are that are in there, and I I, I got all the weapons. Um, I can't remember what exactly is in there. I know there's a bow. Uh, like, do you remember, Joe? There's a bow, two-handed sword, a dagger, and a two-handed hammer. Okay. Yeah, yeah. they've no, all got the the, the, the lightbringer. I don't remember. Yeah, they got all of the lo- the lightbringer enchant, which is a you. It's a kind of a cool idea for. The uh, the bow. So I'm thinking about seeing if I can upgrade it and make it viable. And if it can be viable, I'm going to use it. Yeah. So the stuff that does drop is is pretty awesome. If you ever wanted the Lightbringer Enchant, oh, I love the name of the two hand sword. I was going to write it down, but I forgot to. What, I don't uh, remember. Padme's fall or something like that. Something Padme. It was hilarious. Yeah. All of the the. Um the weapons he named them after uh, lore in in Elder Scrolls, believe it or not. Now he explained that whole Padme thing to me, uh, and believe me, it has nothing to do with with Star Wars, which is what I thought he was referring to. But no, it's there is uh, some kind of Elder Scrolls uh, goddess, I believe, named Padme. Hold on a minute. Well, that, I, I thought the name was funny, so yeah, well, so did I. I'm far less hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> No, not Elder Scrolls, Padme, Google. Darn it. <laughs> so that's... And the last part of my playthrough, as I was going... I'm going to take my archer and turn her into a big, hairy 
female beast. I'm going to turn into a werewolf. Oh. Not that kind of hairy beast, Dave. Hey, I'm Italian, dude. Oh, okay. I was spelling it wrong. Padme, also known as Sithis. So that's who it is. Oh! Yeah, leader of, uh, well, the goddess of the Dark Brotherhood. Ah, fair enough. Deity responsible for creation. Uh, God, actually. He's well, associated had, with the new. I wanted to use a sword and bow, but I have dragon bone bow and dragon bone sword, and they're kind of OP, so I don't know if it would be even viable for me to use those. Plus, all the enchants I have on them is ridiculous. But I'm going to try anyway. Um, yeah, I'm going to take my red guard out again, and I'm going to play him some more, and I'm going to have my revenge. That's going to happen soon, guys. Anyway. Cool. I'm looking forward to that. I want to see that. I'll have to put that on our YouTube channel. Yeah. Liz! Have you been doing anything in Elder Scrolls? Because I know you have, and there's something that you're ready to brag about. I know it. What? That I watched you um, kill an innocent cow? Well, not that. What you've been doing. Oh, what I've been doing! Because I have an Xbox, right? Yeah, ready? Here it goes. Here we go. <laughs> All right, Liz. Do it. Oh my god, it's so good! <laughs> <laughs> it's so good! Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god! Liz gives it two and a half thumbs up. <laughs> uh, uh, oh my god. Just don't ask where she got the other half of the thumb. Uh, I need a cold shower now. This is awesome. Dragonborn is badass. I think, so I think half of our um, audience just went to a cold shower too because of that. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no, that's, that's my real reaction. I... I when I've been playing this, my jaw's been dropped just the whole time. It's it's what I would want in a DLC. It is a, it's a separate world. It's kind of you know connected to Skyrim, but it's a different, uh, I, just an area. I mean, it's a different area. I, I I've heard of Arwen describe what he would like to see in a DLC once, and this is what it is. I can't remember what he said, but I just remember saying, "Oh yeah, Arwen said that." <laughs> So then, so then um, we could credit me with all the amazing <laughs> awesome. <laughs> well, not all of it, because there are some some stuff that I wouldn't have even guessed in a million years, and I, they show up, and I'm like, oh my, and I don't want to spoil anything, because it's that cool. Just finding these little things out, very, very cool. But all the screenshots we talked about, I find the, I found the uh, turtle jellyfish that we talked about. Oh, you um, found the turtle jellyfish? Turdy jellyfish. Chef, what's going on? <laughs> okay, great. My turdy jellyfish. <laughs> so, what can you? Is it? Well, obviously, we know that you definitely approve of it. Are there any specifics of the new changes that you can say that you're really into? Like, uh, I don't know, Dragon Mount. <clears throat> Um, you know what? I haven't gotten to the part where I can uh, do a dragon mount yet. Ah, oh, so all that making fun of me for not being able to ride a dragon had no background. Well, I have the ability uh-huh. to. Uh-huh. I don't hear it. Yeah, really? <laughs> um, also, there are, there are these things, these black books that you can... You can get kind of perks, not perks from the Constellation Tree, but different perks. The first book I found, I was able to make it so that my follower will never be harmed by any of my, you know... Spells that go awry. Oh, um, good. That's awesome. And I've heard you can reset a skill tree. Yeah. Did Ooh. you did you respec at all? Did you get involved with that? Uh, it, that is found in a book, and I haven't found that book yet. 
So um, I will be excited to know whether I can respect the whole thing. I think you can actually keep this book every time you read it. You're able to to respect. So oh my I could dear lord, that opens up a multitude of possibilities. Yes, I am a little upset that I went I went in there at level sixty one though because everything everything I find I'm just so overpowered <laughs> and um, but. I'm using my destruction spells now just to make it easier because it's too quick if I take out the bow. Well, it's so. easy to get overpowered when you cheat as much as you do, Liz. I mean, you've got to well, expect how, it. How? <laughs> <laughs> I took Don't my time. I started. took my courses at Martha Stewart School. She taught me how to enchant everything. Martha Stewart ran over her gardener. She did? Yeah, she her did. Her gardener She's, probably deserved it. She is not someone that you want to take lessons from. <laughs> Who else is there? I'm not taking lessons from Joe. Well, she has a great course on shank creation. See? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, prison bathroom wine. Yeah. Ew. This is the nastiest episode you guys have ever done, by the way. Pretty good so far. I'm liking it. What about Rachel Ray? (laughs) Um, what, the older chick that makes food? (laughs) I didn't mean shank. I I meant shiv, by the way. Shiv creation. Poor shank's like... Then they send me some nasty messages after that one. Yeah, he's like, my mom is what? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they have diff- different uh, enemies and all that stuff, and I just I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> well, then don't. So then why'd you have me over here, then? <laughs> okay, fine. Bye, Liz. Oh, I see how it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will warn people, though. There is a glitch. There's a glitch. Do not go into the abandoned house because you will fall like Alice in Wonderland, furniture flying through you, and all that kind of stuff. Um, it is glitch, so I would not go in there and accidentally save or something. So, yeah. I'm sure they'll have that fixed for us and the PC users. <laughs> we have to wait a month longer, so at least we get some perk. Jeez, oh, at least that's all. Poor you can PS3 console guys, command you know? your will. Poor PS3, yeah, exactly. They have like, well, ours better be damn well perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it is nice having the ghost horse you get from from uh, what's that one you just played? The vampire one. Yeah, Dongard. Dongard. Yeah, that one. Um, <laughs> don't confuse me. That's just me. There's a lot of D's going around with the DLC in Skyrim, so it's it's tough. Dawn Guard, Dragonborn, you know, you mix it up. Hearthfire. I'm glad they got Hearthfire. Hearthfire. Hearthfire breaks it up. <laughs> I played a lot of Hearthfire, because I downloaded both of these at the same time, but anyway, that's because I like to play dolls. <laughs> that's like playing house in Skyrim. Um, I totally forgot what to say. <laughs> the point of it. I got, I got really worried <laughs> so- all of a sudden. So what's what was your first hour like in 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 uh, I almost said Dawnguard uh, in Dragonborn? What's your first hour? Tell us about that. That was cool. I mean, you see the you see the things that we saw in those pictures we were talking about on an earlier episode. Those are the first things I actually see. That little town, right? Uh, Scott Jellyfish, Jellyfish. Right. <laughs> well, that was basically the second thing I saw. Um, you take a ship over to this island, um, and that's it. Okay. I, my mind is totally gone. So you take a ship over to the island. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> right, okay. Yes, oh. take a ship over to the island, and people are worshipping at some kind of shrine, and they they won't respond to you or anything, and so they're like, oh, oh, and just worshipping and building some kind of shrine. You kind of have to figure out what is going on with that. Okay, so is that like where you get your first quest, and then you go from there? 
you kind of just wander around going, what's going on? Why won't anybody respond to me until you finally find the road? Which isn't that hard. It was just me being stupid. <laughs> and then you, you find uh, the Thieves Guild brother. He is working there. The, uh, Delvin Malroy, I think the guy in the Thieves Guild's name is. You find uh-huh. his brother's working there as a blacksmith. That was kind of cool. Um, everybody else there is a an elf. Yeah, and then they send you out for stuff. Fair so enough. What's, what's the questing like in there? Is it all you know, fetch and fetch quests, or there will be a lot of fetch quests, but a lot of quests are just make it to this area kind of quests, and I, I hate that because uh, they don't have any horses for sale. But I did. Yet yeah, that's what I went back to. I like having the ghost horse from Dawnguard because he's always there for you. So yeah, people get that before you get this, so you don't have to okay. walk everywhere. So you said there was a lot of jaw dropping moments. What, yeah. what like did that for you? What what was Um I don't want to spoil anything. Okay, there are were bears. There are were bears. Werewolf bears. Werewolf wolves, they're bear. What? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Where? They're wolf, they're castle. <laughs> they're castle. Yes, were bears. Who thought of that? That that was the last thing. That was the tweet last night where I went, "Oh my god, oh my god," and I flipped out because I, I just they turned into werebears in front of me. I was frightened. <laughs> All right, so I could tell you don't want to spoil a whole lot. Yeah, because <laughs> I just really want everybody to experience because it's really cool. God, werebears! What's next? Were mud crabs? Awesome. <laughs> They do have jumping spider crickets, though, and I hate those in real life, and I hate having them in my game. All right. <clears throat> Anything else really quickly before we move on? I don't remember. All right, fair enough. <laughs> All right, so we got an email from Zach D. He says, hey, guys, just want to say thank you for the show. Always helps my Friday flyby for a couple of hours. The longer the show, the better. Okay. Uh, a couple of things I'd, like, <laughs> I'd love to hear on the show. What faction do all of you guys plan on playing for your mains and why? And I'd love to know, in general, what are your favorite Skyrim mods, weapons, graphics, and content mods? Anyways, thanks for the great show. You guys are incredible. Zach D. Is he referring to Elder Scrolls Online? Okay. Yeah. Ebon Heart Pact. Ebon Heart Pact, and I'm playing a Dragon Knight. I'm going to turn yeah. him into a dual-wielding dual wielding archer. So basically uh, a ranger stick. Yeah, I guess my only choice is to go Ebon Heart Pact. But I'm actually going to have somebody on the other side just a gank Joe. You can't even get close to me. You know that. Dave, what makes you think we would even want you to join our awesome pack? <gasps> you said that! <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was beautifully pathetic. <laughs> and that's yeah. what we love, Dave. Yeah, that's the first. That's the first uh, place I'm going to is the the Ebonhard Pack. But I'm I'm gonna have I'm I, gonna make every single kind I can. I bet I, I, I'm gonna tell you this right now. Um, you can guess what Ivarwin's first character is gonna be based on, but your first two, we'll give you three guesses. Your first two do do not count at all. Um, go. What? <laughs> Never mind. He's gonna play a paladin. All right, let's get over it. Next, uh, Dave. Yeah. What? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm definitely gonna go warden uh, with my my first character. Dave, what are you planning on doing for your uh, your class? I have no idea. 
I, I honestly have no idea. I'm probably just, when I even pick a class, I'm probably not going to stick with it. I'm going to just play with everything until I kill something. Well, that's the nice thing, is you pick a class as a foundational, and that's it. You build it the way you want to build it. That's why, like, for instance, the Dragon Knights a, starts out as a dual wielder. I'm not. I'm going to ditch that completely off the beginning and, and start going for um, archery and, and dual wielding weapons. Yeah, I'm probably going to go with uh, spears and probably uh, magic. Helmet. Spear and magic helmet. <laughs> Lou, what about you? <laughs> uh, let's. See. I'm most likely going to join the Aldmer Dominion first. What? Lou yep. has been fired from the show, guys. That's right. I'm going to try to Wood Elf because I believe from reading on the so Elder Online site... What else are going to be the naturals at archery? So I'll try to build a ranger off that. That's BS. Class. You can make a natural of archery in any class, in any race. And we'll see. Then I'm going to use the elder elf for a mage and see what they can get. But then I got to make my Nord. Got to do it. Got to do it. Got to make the Nord. Got to do it. You got to just team up and kill Lou. You got to be in our guild, Lou. That's like a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Aw, poor Lou. Lou, Liz and I are gonna are gonna join your faction too. Just why to, did I get dragged into that? <laughs> I, when I join the Aldmeri Dominion, my first character is gonna be a Khajiit. Brago, naturally. You poop in the sand. I am gonna poop in the sand. I'm gonna go into Skyrim and I'm gonna poop all over your sand. And Lou's gonna be there healing me up. Look, there's a good spot. Let's go there. Let us poop here. Aha. I would laugh if they gave a racial ability for Khajiit called poop yes. in the sand. The sand? Yes. <laughs> it creates like a, a, a minor diseased area around where you pooped. Yeah. Or just oh the only thing do my it in sand. Real. That'd be awesome. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Liz? Hufflepuff. I don't know. Oh, wow. No one goes to Hufflepuff. <laughs> Oh, it's a loser house. Come on. <laughs> and when it comes to Skyrim mods, I haven't been using that many lately. Obviously, the thong is the best mod ever. Right. Oh, my God. Oh, you were making mod. fun of that earlier today. <laughs> Dude, Dave, oh, my God. What were you saying? You were, we were saying stuff like... The butt of all the jokes. And- yeah, your your uh, Dovahkiin is the butt of everybody's jokes. <laughs> um... Everyone says that you're do- the Dovahkiin and has a crack in her. <laughs> hey, my, my Dovahkiin advertises healthy uh, dental hygiene. <laughs> Every time I look at Joe's character, Moon River. <laughs> <laughs> dental floss is good for more than just your teeth. All right. Um, yeah, enough wise cracks. <laughs> wow. You had to reach deep for that one. You really picked that up. <laughs> Before we go any any further down this wide, deep hole that we're digging ourselves in, what about you guys in Skyrim mods? <laughs> uh, as far as I'm concerned with, with my Skyrim mods, um, I, I like... I kind of took a page out of your book, Joe, and I like stuff that adds audio. Yeah, I have a ton of audio. Yeah. So I've got this one mod that, that adds, like... Um, ultra epic movie score soundtracks <laughs> to to combats so when, oh. I'm, when i'm involved in combat like i'll hear randomly i'll just hear 
you know, the, the combat music. Dun, 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 dun. No, he's <laughs> got a duel of faith from Phantom Menace playing, because that's his yes. epic Jedi moment right there. Yes. Well, no, like, you'll hear... You'll Qui-Gon hear a- and Obi-Wan <laughs> fighting Darth Maul. Dun-dun, 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 dun-dun. Cordo! And his head. <laughs> 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 You no, you, like Star stuff Trek from Braveheart. I've heard, thing. I've heard stuff from Braveheart. Um, I've heard stuff from that that terrible King Arthur movie with that that idiot English guy with the ridiculously curly hair. I mean, Clive Owen. Name? Yeah, Clive Owen, that guy. What an idiot! Now we're gonna get hate mail from the Clive Owen fans. Oh, send it on in. I could care less. Put my name on it. The <laughs> moron. At author J.R. Wilson. <laughs> okay. No, he's not that bad, but the, the that movie King Arthur was terrible, but the music behind the movie was phenomenal, and I like listening to that when I fight dragons and such. So that's that's one mod that I have, uh, which is really, really cool. I, I really enjoy that. Anyone else? Anything? Yeah, yeah. I want to say that my, my one mod, my favorite mod that I have to update no matter what, is also the cure for my biggest pet peeve in Skyrim. My biggest irritant was when people would shoot me with an arrow, and I was just completely clueless. So I found a mod that actually makes my arrows glow, and it it is it makes that game so much more fun for me. How? <laughs> well, they glow. And? they I know where they're going, and I know where they're coming from. Oh, okay, so the enemies... Okay. <laughs> I was like, why do you need to do that? <laughs> Tracer arrows work both ways. Yeah, it totally adds like a tracer round to my arrows. It's 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 Ew. BA. That's weird. I love I it, especially since like when I'm going after a dragon, I can see exactly where I I shot him. If I tag him with an arrow, that arrow sticks in him and stays glowing. I can see that I hit the dragon. It does that if you use the bound bow too. You be just quiet. to let you know. Speaking I'm just letting lies, you know. I want a really to quick, nice. really quick topic on this because a fan heard me saying about my extra dragon souls that I have. There's a mod out there I've known about for a long time that where you can take your dragon souls and apply them to perk points. I won't use it because I personally feel like it's a cheat. I know you guys probably will not agree with that, but to me it feels like it goes above and beyond what's naturally the viable limit in the game. Oh, it is a cheat. Yeah, so yeah, I, I won't it touch it. Yeah, I just want to hear your guys' opinion on that. That's all. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel the exact same way. Yeah, it's cheap. Well, Dragon yeah, Souls remember one thing to unlock the shouts. Yeah, Dragon Souls are basically an infinite currency in the game. So it, it allows you to go above and beyond what is natural viable in the game, which means a cheat. I know that some of them, the skills take like five Dragon Shouts to unlock, but you still can unlock it. You can go out hunting dragons a day and get unlock two different skills. That's not what you're supposed to be able to do in the game. So, anyway, uh, Dave, I want to hear about your Morrowind. Oh my God! Well, I know this is going to have a lot of the same things that you had earlier, Joe. Mm-hmm. But I, some of it just bears repeating, such as the first and main point of how, in God's name, do you level up in this game? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've been playing pretty far. I'm actually a little bit further than you, Joe, just barely. Um, just because I, I got bored and I started picking up some of the, the Mage Guild quests as well. Okay. But, yeah, I, I, you pretty much have to sleep in this game, because if you don't... Every five to ten minutes, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah. Every five minutes, you have to go and sleep, or else you're gonna die. I swear, Morrowind people have to be the laziest people on the face of the world because they they're probably awake ten minutes of every two days. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, uh, let me let me just start out by saying I, I installed the game, which, by the way, it it's so tiny. I love how small Elder Scrolls games are. It's they don't. They're not like every game nowadays has to be 10 gigabytes or else it's not a game. This one was like less than a gig to install. It's also made so how long ago? Hmm? It's also made how long ago? Well, yeah, but even games from back in the day, that day, are, are still huge in comparison. I mean, I think even Skyrim's only 6 gigs big. Anywho, I was happy with how long it took to install, but that's beside the point. The point is that I start up the game... And I noticed that the controls were wonky, so I had to flip things around, like my space bar to the E key. I switched those, so it actually kind of feels and plays like Skyrim. Yeah. Except one main fact, after I got all the, the controls fixed, I noticed that I keep hitting the escape key to try to get out of things. Yeah, you gotta hit the tab key, right? Well, yeah, when you, when you uh, if you have your menu bound to tab, yeah. Yeah, but I keep hitting escape, bringing up my my escape menu, and then I have to escape out of that, and it brings me back to whatever menu I was in before, and I have to escape <laughs> out of that. Which, uh, speaking of menus within menus, I get that that they want to be sure that you're not saving where you don't want to save, but honestly, it's so freaking difficult to get to the save. Select your save, type in your save, reassure the name of your save, then accept that you're saving there, and then double check that you're saving in that spot. Come on, bro. You know, already. probably why they changed that. Well, it is. It is like standing in line for the DMV is equivalent to saving in Morrowind by hand. (laughs) Why why are you complaining about an outdated RPG feature that existed in a game that's. You know, over ten years old. I'm just saying. You were in right. fourth grade when this game was relevant. <laughs> Get over it. Oh, I'm playing it's it like now. Dave saying, bro, I do you program? It. <laughs> it's a good thing that you have to you have to sleep every five minutes because that's pretty much the only way I'm saving nowadays. Speaking of that, healing is such a pain that I went in, I actually went in and became, like, worked on my restorative healing spells just to learn how to heal myself so that it would, you know, I'd have the ability to not die every time I go out in the field. Which, by the way, no matter what, you're still going to have to rest every ten minutes because you spend most of your mana healing yourself, and then the only way to get back mana is to rest. (laughs) Vicious cycle. It is a vicious cycle. Now, on top of the spending all your mana to heal yourself, half of the time, which half of the time is being generous, by the way, your spell, your spells can fail. Now, just like I my get, arrows hitting, but not hitting everything. Exactly, it's the same thing, right? How? I mean, my dude said the spell right the first time. Is he adding something special the second time when he fails it? You didn't enunciate properly in the right tone. Feel like I'm, I'm, you well, know, it's, it's reading the difference from the between... Necronomicon. You know, I said it mostly, right? 
<laughs> you know what's going to happen now. You know, now you pronounce words in Necronomicon wrong. It's right to left, Dave. They read right to left. <laughs> Not left to right. <laughs> wow. Uh, anywho, uh, there are a few cool things with this game. I know I'm complaining a lot, but I, I really did... Eventually, it, it felt good. After I got used to not hitting escape and how to heal myself, it took a little while to get used to. But now that I'm used to it, I think I'm I'm finally getting into to how to deal with the game. But I do still have a few questions. Like, I don't know... Well, first off, I don't know how to level. And that's what I... Was I, just going to say, how do I level up? <laughs> I don't know if I'm stealing something or not. And, and I'm scared to even pick up items on the ground or wherever without immediately saving before it. Because I pissed off people pretty bad just by picking up something that was just randomly sitting on the floor. Like, I've had someone kill me house? with a dish. Hey, their door was unlocked, okay? This is Legend of Zelda rules. If you My neighbor's you, door is unlocked, but I'm not going to walk in there and start using their crap. Yeah, Are but they, they don't play by you Zelda you pick up a dish? Uh, which Zelda are we talking about, though? <laughs> any oh. Zelda. You can go into any house and smash any urn or whatever, and they're like, okay. And he's I'm supposed to be a hero? Oh. Yeah. That could be their grandmother's ashes, and they're like, meh. <laughs> Pillaging elf. Jeez. Now, now, have y'all noticed that jumping <laughs> in Morrowind give you skill ups? Yes. Yeah, athletics. Really? Yep. Yeah. What good is being the best jumper ever? Jumper. Jumper. And now you feel afterwards. <laughs> do I get something special? Like if I level it up high enough, do I start jumping like a jackrabbit? Yeah. You burn calories. Can I like hop onto like five? You know, feet t- t- high or, or like jump onto some building's roof from the ground. Is there anything special I get from having high athletics? Increased yes. cardio. It makes your buttocks tight. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've always wanted in MMO. Tight buttocks. Well, you're going to be staring at the back of the character all day. <laughs> well, okay, I, I get it, but honestly. You know, I, I there's just some odd skills in this in this game that are just like why. So, anyway, Kerrigan, why? Why? <laughs> it's just confusing. <laughs> but you know, at the end of the day, I I do want to say that I have forgiven Morrowind a little bit, and all in all, it just it feels like Neverwinter Nights in a first person format, and and that's a really a good thing. And yeah, I'm hoping it stays feeling like that. I am enjoying it myself. It was frustrating at first, but now that I'm getting used to it, it's playable. <laughs> yeah. And I can actually get things done. And it is a little frustrating that most locations look the exact same. But that is because limitations of the day for terms of graphics. But all in all, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, well, I, that's it, exactly how I feel about it. I think it should be said, Dave, that I mean, you you do know that that it does say you have to go to sleep in order to level up. So, I mean, with that said, and and that being tried a dozen times, I I think there might be something wrong with your game. Don't tell me that. I'm just you know. I'm, I'm just hoping I'm like you know on the edge of hitting level two, 
and I'm hoping and praying that the next time I, I accidentally cough or something, it'll make me ding. Yeah, me and Dave will both, the next time we log in, the very first two minutes, ding. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I'm expecting. Because I really, I must be there, because I have a ton of things leveling up left and right. Alrighty, we don't have any more emails to get into, because the other two emails that were listed we did last week. There's, uh, let me see here, Ivarwin. Yes. Let's hear about you. Well, uh, let's see. Oblivion and Skyrim. I was playing them both. Um, I had a little bit of a problem with Oblivion, though, because I had gone from last last week. I had told you that I was in like some random ruin, and I went in there and kicked some goblin butt and walked out. Going from there, I started making my way back up north to the Imperial City because I wanted to. My whole my whole thing right now is I want to arrest the Gray Fox. That's what? what I want. That's what I want to do. I don't want to Sacrilege. join him. I don't want Sacr- to join him. No. I want to arrest. No. Him. Yes, that's no, my favorite. Evarwin playstyle right there, <laughs> isn't it? He's a thief. Everyone's looking for him. I'm going to grab him. He's my guy. You don't. Which unfortunately Evarwin, the bounty uh, doesn't hunter. end well. So I start going up north, and um, I I find a derelict mine, and I'm thinking this is pretty cool. Let me jump in here, see if I can get some levels skills. Go in there, right? Clear out some more goblins. Really cool. Had a good time. Come out. Game crashes. So at that point, it was kind of late in the night, so I just kind of figured, let me just get back to it. Three days later, I get back into Oblivion, and my game my game kept crashing. So I had to spend you know a lot of the time that I had reserved set aside for Oblivion for that day, trying to figure out like why that was. Eventually, what I did was the the loads the save file that was created when I left the mine to go back into into uh, Tamriel. I just deleted that and I started all the way back to when I just before got into the mine. So after I got the whole thing figured out with the, the save file um, I ended up back where I had originally started before I even went into the mine in the first place and I started heading up toward the Imperial City the whole thing that I'm trying to do is is uh, is basically corner the Grey Fox I want to arrest him that's that's my whole thing I don't want to join the Thieves Guild um, in order to even find this guy you have to start like asking all of the the, the bums around towns like where he is, and he homeless has to start- people. Let's be politically correct, right? Bums, because they're all <laughs> listening to it because they have the <laughs> devices to listen to. It. Okay, they, they do have iPods. Uh, <laughs> and in order to like you know get any kind of information from these guys, you got to know what you're doing with that that speech uh, speechcraft chat wheel that they have in the game. Which I, you know for me, I, I've been having a really hard time trying to like figure this out. So I, I mean, I, I'm kind of getting there a little bit. I got enough. I got my my speechcraft for this one particular guy <laughs> up to seventy seven. So I, I happen to know because I think Shank told me over Twitter like that's where you got to go. Got to be seventy seven. So I finally hit that, and then he told me, okay, you got to you know go into the Imperial City and you know such and such time at midnight and you know. So I I made my way over there and uh, made myself available, even though it was at midnight. Ridiculous. I was tired. <laughs> And basically, uh, they want you to join the Thieves' Guild. So, you know, they send you on a quest to go steal a book, and, you know, I'm terrible at lockpicking. I'm the worst at lockpicking. Oh, can I give you a hint? 
Yes, please, about God. Lock. Okay, okay. When you're picking the lock and um, it goes up, sometimes you know how the the tumbler goes up really fast, and sometimes it doesn't, or it yeah. falls down really fast. Yep. Right at Right after it goes really, really, really fast, almost follows the uh, lock pick all the way down the same speed. That's the next one is the one you're going to be able to pick. Okay, I'll try and look out. It's, for that. it's hard to explain, but once you get the hang of it, you're like, I'm awesome. Yeah. Usually, what I do is I just go for the auto, the auto pick on the bottom. I used to I, a lot, but the the harder locks are really hard to. Yeah, yeah. that's not going to work. <laughs> ah, gotcha. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's another thing that that I've been trying to figure out was was the uh, the lock picking thing. It's it's really tough. Um, but in any event, I'd be I'm like the worst thief in the world. <laughs> Wait, why are you lock picking anyway? Because you you don't want to be a thief. Well, I mean, there's there's chests that that you know are in random mines and caves and ruins that don't belong to anybody. That they just well, they don't belong locked. to you either. <laughs> I'm just well, trying to give you. Okay. Yeah, and you're doing a good job. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So you know that's why I'm trying to get my lock picking up. Okay. You know the fact of the matter is is that you got to break into this guy's house and steal his book, and then you know this woman beat me there anyway. So now I got to go back to the uh, to the meeting place, and I tried to steal the book before she handed it in, and the game didn't recognize it. I tried this like three different times. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just said, you know what? I guess the Gray Fox is just going to continue to be elusive in the Imperial City. The hell with him. <laughs> <laughs> so that was it. <laughs> so much for the bounty hunter days. The, yeah, pretty much. We're counting on you, and you let them down. Tough. Deal with it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Once so a that, paladin, never more. Never more. <laughs> uh, so that's that's it for for this week for for Oblivion. I like I said, it's been a really frustrating week, but. I'm enjoying the hell out of the game. It's it's oh, it's so cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really happy that that I started getting back into Oblivion. Even though those those couple of things have me frustrated, it's it's awesome to know that I think what I really like most about it is that it has all of the wonderful things that made me fall in love with Skyrim. Just a huge open world that I feel like I can run in and explore and just go crazy with. And it, I'm re, ex, uh, you know, experiencing that all over again. It's an amazing feeling. I you know, really enjoy it. That's the thing. That's the one thing about Morrowind that's been bugging me is the fact that it doesn't really have that feeling. At least not yet. It feels very, very linear right now. Does it? Mm-hmm. Mm. It's probably just where I'm at in the game, but it doesn't have that feel. I look forward to getting into Oblivion. I'm going to eventually. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. My my uh, my Marwin playthrough has always been very stunted because, like you said last week, there's no autosave. And every time I've played Marwin, I've always played about two hours, completely forgot to save, <laughs> I die, and then I start all the way at the beginning and I get frustrated and I'll pick the game well, up again. For there is an autosave, but you have to enable it in the menus. And that's for and every time when you sleep. Yeah, every time when you sleep, it'll autosave. Okay. Um, so then that leads me to Skyrim, and I said last week what I wanted to do, and I did it. Uh, if you've been watching my Twitter, I started creating a house. I finally, finally built my house in Falkreath. Um, I'm adding some some of the wings to it now. And I got married. I married uh, Isolde. But uh, <laughs> I think... Oh, man. Really? That reminds yeah. me of something else I forgot to mention on my thing, too. Oh. What's that? A couple episodes back, I couldn't remember how to... I couldn't find clay anywhere for two hours. (laughs) 
Yeah, Liz is laughing because she pointed out to me, and my extreme color blindness was not able to see it right in front of my face on the ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, I found it. I like it. how you discovered that walls of your house are made solely out of clay and nails. Yeah, five nails for an entire wall. For an entire wall. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I think Isolde and I might be getting a divorce because... While we were at the Twitter bachelor party for my my uh, <laughs> wedding, uh, someone dropped the line that uh, everyone marries Isolda and that she's the town bike. Wow. <laughs> well, that led to a huge argument be- between Isolda and I, and she told me, well, why don't you go wrap your legs around a dragon? And I told her, well, why don't you go wrap your legs around Whiterun again? Aldens are supposed wow. to be forgiving. <laughs> <laughs> She does have that obsession with Khajiit. She brings that up every time. Let's not get into it. Let's not get into it. So I don't know what's going on. You know, I'm building a house in Falkreath right now, but things are going to between sold in. We're like we're like married chick brothers because I married her in my first playthrough too. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> hey, it, it is too fresh. Too You're not talking about it. That's it. She's done. <laughs> <laughs> Now the better mayor is Springer. <laughs> I married my dream merchant girl, but she's cheating on me with the Khajiit. <laughs> That's a whole bunch of Khajiit. I have some that you cannot possibly have. A tell. Take it back, you take it back, Jerry. Jerry. Wow. Okay, you were saying? <laughs> there we go. Uh yeah, things got boring at work recently. So. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so then so then yeah, her and I uh we're we're on the outs, so especially after that, that's gross. Uh, <laughs> been <laughs> been really surprised actually at how, how easy it is to actually build the house in in this game. It's uh I thought it was gonna be like a really like long, drawn out process and no, like five nails and some clay makes a wall. So I'm good with it. I like it. See, that's where we differ, because I'm on that, that Minecraft mindset where I like to actually have full creative freedom when building my house. Yeah, I don't want that in this game. Yeah, I don't have I, that in this game. I have to. I can't punch trees. I can't do anything. You can anything. punch a tree if you want. It just produce big blocks of wood. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you can punch a tree. It ain't going to do much, but go for it. <laughs> You know, I mean, you hear my playthrough every single week. You know what I beat my head up against every single week. Often, it's tiny tasks, like opening up doors and walking through them, because then I get locked out of ones that should have been behind me. <laughs> this time, it's a loose wife. <laughs> <laughs> and it was supposed to be a dream house. It turned into a tower of terror. Tower of terror. <laughs> but yeah, it is. You're right, though. It is very easy to make the house. And it's kind of daunting when you go inside of the crafting tables of, the, of the, each room and look at the yeah. kind of options you can do here. Listen, they're going, where is this going to put this in this house? Because you can't move it after it's been placed. So it's really hard to figure out what the heck you want to do unless you just want to just make everything and make it all cluttered and whatnot. But Hell yeah. 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 Like, that's kind of how I'm how I'm going about this. Skyrim I, I really like that everything is just, it's it's really planned out. You know, I don't have to take time to, you know, decorate this thing. Martha, it's, it's what done. I don't like. I like it. I think it's awesome. Well, if I want to be the Martha Stewart of Skyrim, I mean, I've already <laughs> been the gel, so I mean, I fit that one category. Can we can we say Giada instead of Martha Stewart? Because I don't like Martha Stewart and Giada's. <laughs> sure, that's that's cool. That's cool. 
I'm happy. <laughs> but Giada just cooks. <laughs> I, no, she can cook whatever she wants. That's right. She can. It's okay with me. So, uh, yeah, I like that about, about Hearthfire. It's just, you know, I gotta bang my head up against a wall with everything else in this game. I don't wanna have to do it when I'm decorating my house. For my, for my Dova babies. There you go. <laughs> Which, apparently now I have to find a way to get divorced from the town bike. Thanks, Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and there you have it. Um, I wanna end off with this, alright? Uh, Shank put up a poll on the Bethesda forums as well. Okay? And, his question was, what's your favorite guild in Oblivion and why? And he used our uh, Elder Scrolls OTR account, which is, is what we're doing now. Um, now, you can find this question in the Oblivion uh, general discussion forum. Definitely, guys, go out there, take the poll. Question is, what's your favorite guild in Oblivion and why? It's, 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 uh, it's a great poll, and I'm really glad that uh, Shank did that for us, so. Uh, that's Beautiful. it. That's all. That's all I got for the for me for the week. Um, and we're gonna do a non-creative segue into Lou. Oh boy, where do I start? Uh, let's start with Skyrim because <laughs> I'm still still looking for that better AI mod for Serana. Not gonna happen. Yeah, so I'm I'm pleading for the modding community out there. If you're listening, someone please come up with a way to fix her because. It's just getting really oh, annoying. Her <laughs> just having her tail around. In her defense, her um, her artificial intelligence was already a uh, handicapped, so it's not really a fix for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, what's wrong with it? I'm not being smart. I'm just being like seriously. What's? <laughs> just my joke. That's all. She's it's a joke, Liz. It's okay. She's oh. horrible. There yeah, actually she's, she's... is a way to fix it, Lou. Um, what you do is you go up to her and you talk to her and tell her to go away. If she will. Some points you can't do that. Ah. Uh, well, okay. I, 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 tried, I managed. I, that a times when I, I did get her. a creative way to get her gone, though, Lou. There's a point yes. where you have to go find these um, tower, these little pillars that come out of the ground that I was using as elevators. They were fun. You have to go to like five different points and to get your path of enlightenment. And well, I had her. We, there's a frost giant in there mm-hmm. so I did one little arrow and, and naturally she runs in there and tries to kill it while I'm sneaked so I let her and I watched and sure enough he sent her into orbit she never landed <laughs> I went about my merry way finished that entire quest I had an entire hour and a half without any Serana I was happy <laughs> oh no 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 I just want Serana gone I, I, I just want her to stay like Lydia in the house just don't come out don't help me because you're more of a hindrance I swear, every time I'm trying to sneak around, she's always, I pop off an arrow, I try one sneak attack, you know, merely sneak attack, and, and there she is, jumping out, you know, all gang buses ready to take on the entire world, and half the time she is, because she managed to draw the entire room's worth of uh, <laughs> enemy AI to her, and it pisses me off, because now it's like, oh, great, you know what, I was going to just bypass these guys, but now, now I'm just going to kill everyone. Thank you for making me the mass murderer I am right now. <laughs> Thanks, Can't you Serana. just tell her to wait here and she waits? You could do that, but what's the fun in that? Yeah. Exactly. You want her gone, she won't be there. Yeah, but it's more fun to complain. <laughs> okay. No, I just want her much more. No, because <laughs> then you'll know where she is. <laughs> well then you can avoid that area. No, because then she'll be there. And you'll know she's there. And it'll like ache at you that she's yes. there. It'll just feel so awkward. It'll ache at you. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's like an itch in your back. You can't get to it. Damn it. Can't reach it. But yeah, just just a regular AI mod. That's all I'm asking. Just so I can say, just stay here. I'll finish the entire Dawnguard quest chain without you. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I got this, Serana. I got I this. I got this. Just give me the damn scroll when we're all set and ready to do this, okay? Thanks. <laughs> oh, what a pain in the ass she is. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get my archery up any higher. Every time I let loose one arrow, who's there? Oh, oh, jeez. Yeah, hey, welcome to my world. Thanks for the thanks, thanks for the foil sneak attack. You, uh, if I could stake you right now, I would. Well, <laughs> in in Serana's defense, Lou, there was a time when you did actually try this back in the spring, and you hit pretty much everything around your target but the target. Yes. When I got the light arrows, I think I might have accidentally hit her half a dozen times with them. Hoping. By by accident? Yeah. Totally by accident, yeah. <laughs> no, no, mine's going to be deliberate. Yes, Your Honor, it was deliberate. <laughs> I am totally, totally trying to rid this world with Daywalker right here. <laughs> and as it is, like I said, Archery's just slow going, because I'm trying to use that as my primary attack now, but with her in the way, it, it just... I just pop up one attack, that's it, I have to go back and switch to my uh, swords, and it's just getting frustrating. Is she running in front of you? Is that what you're talking about? Well, not only that, but as soon as I attack one particular mob, and if there's more than one in the area, she'll just start attacking the oh, others. Oh, she goes for all of them. Yeah, she goes for all of them at once. Which, uh, you know, if that was a program feature for her AI, I'd like to pimp slap whoever it does. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Give right. her a staff, because they'll always use the staff first, and they stand behind you and use it. I don't want to give her a damn thing. I just want her out. Get out of <laughs> here. I want to put her back in the crypt. That's how bad I want her out. Oh, my God. Well, now we'll you just know roll a new it. character. It's just a boy doing Dawn Card. <laughs> <laughs> but even with her in the way, I did manage to finish the quest chain where Serene wants you to get all the Dwemer crossbow schematics. So, Oh, that was fun. Yeah, I thought that was pretty fun going back to all, seeing all these uh, all the Dwemer ruins. And just going for these schematics, and even though I'm not using the crossbow at all, because I, you know, I just want to work on the bow itself, Dude, I think this is a pretty neat idea. If you I get mean, a Dwemer crossbow, the uh, advanced one, fully decked out with like a legendary, mm-hmm. and put a dual enchant on it, that thing becomes powerful. Much more punch than even my Dragonbone bow at legendary has. Now I may try that. Great for close encounter arrow shots. Especially when you get the elemental bolts, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Yeah, because I think I got those too. Hmm. You know, I may have to try that later on. You should. Because I can craft them anyway. Well, not for the next man tip. That's right, because, you know, all those upgrades. <laughs> you know, I want an Avengers kick. I want to be like Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> I want to aim this way, but guess what? It's going to hit the aircraft, the sky carrier, or the engine this way. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also doing the question for I'm hunting down the Ethereum shards. Oh, I have one out of four so far, so now I'm trying to get them all. Uh, I want that's to finish a fun quest. Is it? Yeah. Oh. What level are you right now? Only 49. You're 49? <laughs> well, you're actually a higher, level higher than my character. Um, you know when you finish that, get the, I think it's the helm. Mm-hmm. What allows you to get to, we had an email tip come in a few weeks back on this, which is a great idea. If you get the helm, it allows you to get two different stones at once 
Cool. And you can get both of the you can get the lady the ladies or the lover stone, which gives you the twenty percent or fifteen percent XP increase. And you can go back to the original stones where you can go get the original like um, thief or warrior one for there's an additional twenty percent. You can have both those on at once. So you're getting thirty five percent XP increase in your field. That oh, sounds like an exploit. No, that's intended in games. That's why it's ah. there. Ha! Look at that. That's a great <clears throat> gimme by Bethesda. Gotta love it. And I will definitely. It makes it a lot easier to level past level fifty with that on. Nice. Now, the tip, let me write this down, because I'm definitely going to use that now. I forgot the name of the listener who wrote that tip in. I want to thank him right now. You know who you are. This one's for you, Mr. Anonymous Tipster. Awesome. And yeah, that's what I'm doing so far, which is Skyrim. Oblivion, though, I went back to that a couple of days ago. And uh, I just finished clearing out that first script I talked about when I first <laughs> reloaded the game. Nice. Started playing it again. Um, kept dying there a lot, because just like everyone else playing the older... Elder Scrolls games, it, comic mechanics are just a little bit different, or with Morrowind's case, vastly different <laughs> sometimes. And it was kind of frustrating trying to learn, especially when you're in that sewer system and seeing those little rats and getting your end rear end, you know, fed to you <laughs> by some rabbit, you know, Willard type thing. So I spent several, uh, a couple frustrating hours just getting mechanics down, especially trying to find all that junk that's down there. And like Liz pointed out, the lock picking. Yep, took me a while to remember that too. <laughs> how to how to do it in, uh, in Oblivion? Kept breaking him for the first five minutes. Going, what am I doing wrong? Oh, ah, I remember. You know. Yeah, now I remember. Does like, all right? You know, you know, let me let me reload file. Yes, <laughs> start over again. <laughs> that was to have all the lock picks I had started off with, and then the old encumbrance things. Like, wait a minute, why can't I move? Ah, oh, you serious? <laughs> 151 out of 150 pounds, I can't move at all. Great. And here come the rats. <laughs> mm. Yeah, rats. Great, let me drop something. Rats, and it's rats. Move. Lots and lots of rats. But, you know, so far, like I said, I, I finally oh, was able to clear that, uh, when I got out of the sewers, I cleared that crypt, and now I'm just out and about in the world, currently exploring. I know where I have to go, you know, that first, very first area, once they go, I was like, nah, I'm not gonna go there. You know why? This is Morrowind. Uh, you know, this is Oblivion. I'm going to search everywhere and try and see what kind of mischief I can get into. Oh, that's mischief exactly what I've been doing. That's the best part. Really? It's that's so, so dangerous because there's so many bugs in, that can be triggered by that. <laughs> Apparently. I'm serious. There, uh, it's it's <laughs> endless. No when, matter when what I you start do, building, there's always a chance. When I start building my game, I'm going to hire Liz as my tester. <laughs> the exploitress? <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I don't think of anyone better to do it than her. Exactly. She knows where every bug is in every game. Because I've run into it and I don't want to do it again. <laughs> the best <laughs> testers are the ones that have the worst luck. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Lou, you were saying? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, so, yeah, I'm just going on. I'm starting right off the bat doing my old, the old walkabout. Right from the get-go. Because Oblivion, you know, when I played it, when I first played it all those years ago, it was great seeing an open-world-style RPG like that. Having the freedom to do whatever the heck you wanted. Even though you had a quest journal, the game didn't punish you for not following a linear track. It's like you could if you wanted to, but you know, if you saw that area off to the left that you wanted to go check out, the game didn't say, oh, well, you can't go there. Yeah. You know, and just pop some like level 50 giant on you to kill you. No, it said, okay, that's fine. You can go there if you want. You may not survive, but guess what? You, you're still allowed to go there. You know, get, you get to see it. 
experience it, see the NPCs, see the monsters, see what's out there. And, you know, that's one of the greatest strengths of the entire series is that open world feel. And I think it's just gotten better and better, you know, as games have, have evolved. And, you know, going from Arena now to Skyrim and then hopefully the next big jump when they go to the MMO world with, you know, Elder Scrolls Online, they're going to, you know, obviously going to keep that flavor and give players that open world feel that we all have come to enjoy and expect. I, I totally expect it. You know, it's like, that's why when we go back to the, one of the earlier, earlier poll questions, like, block territories. No, this is an Elder Scrolls game. If it, you know, if there's a level, a level 75 creature out there, I'm level two. So what? Let me learn from my mistake. Let me say, all right, I shouldn't go to that cave. Why not? Because there's a 75 troll there. <laughs> We're not going to last two seconds. But guess what? You can go if you want. <laughs> you can get smashed, but that's okay. <laughs> you live and learn. Lou, you are the man. I'm just saying, you're the man. You know, you, you just you just boiled it right down to what I think everyone that loves this series in general just really enjoys about all of these individual games. And uh, there's not a whole lot of people out there that can do what you do, and, and you just did it. And every time you do it, the whole room goes silent, and everyone just listens, and uh, you're the man. <laughs> I don't want to sleep. You absolutely are. <laughs> but it was... And that's Very my well Elder said. Scrolls week. <laughs> All right. We have a whole bunch of discussion topics, but we are running long right now. So what I want to do is just kind of graze and highlight them really quick. Yeah, I think it's kind of important that we at least just bring this stuff up. It's it's like I'm the most important stuff in the community right the now. Bottom up. And Dongar wins VGA's, the Video Game Awards, for Best Downloadable Game. And our intrepid reporter, Brian Armstrong, did an outstanding article on this. At our website at ellisrollsoffrecord.com. Check it out, guys. Um, I don't like the VGAs <laughs> very much, but it, I'm glad that they won that. Yeah, big grats to uh, Bethesda on their on their uh, their win here. I think it was very uh, deserving. You know, okay. Don- Zenimax Online Studios picks favorite answer for Dev Question Number Two. What monster are you looking forward to fighting in Skyrim slash Morrowind in Elder Scrolls Online? And the answer came from Mr. Kid Ninja, who said, Huge monsters, such as the dragon encounters in the Elder Scrolls V, is what he is looking forward to. Um, dragons weren't that big, dude. I want bigger. I want that mud crab that looks like it could be made you up of about a, a thousand cow. mud crabs. You got a That's giant. modded. That's modded. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's you know, helium. He he was basically saying that what he's looking forward to is just the challenge, not just not just the size of of having mm-hmm. you know a big mob in in um, ESO. Oh, just yeah. having a uh, an encounter where uh, you you call up a friend and you you run in there together and you got to tackle it together. Like you, you don't you there's encounters in ESO that you can't do by yourself. Like that's what he was looking forward to. Oh yeah, ah. no, yeah. I, I'm expecting that wholeheartedly because they've already announced you know groups and and group dungeons and raids and things like that. Uh, that's yeah. something I expect. And, and every and I hate talking about Elder Scrolls Online because every time I do, I just want to play it again. <laughs> I'll play it again. Yeah, <laughs> all the memories flood like back. Godzilla. <laughs> every game has been so lackluster to me ever since playing it. I, I know that seems like a cop out to you people listening, but it's true. It what was so much. People? Well, the people listening. 
<laughs> oh, shut up, Liz. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Oh, you did. No, you did not. This goes online. Oh, my, my head just did the little twist, too. <laughs> we love you, Liz. Never go full ESO. <laughs> Never go full ESO. Sorry, that's that was out, Liz. Sorry, I, I just want to play the game again. I cannot wait for beta. Let's do it. Let's just do it. Bethesda, we're coming over right now. Cinemax, Zoss, we're coming over right now. We know where you are. We know where you are. We're bringing sleeping bags, community team. <laughs> we're going to camp out in front of your doors until you listen and play it some more. I want two right. more hours. Just it. Two more hours. Gina, Jeff, Joe, we're coming over, and we're bringing hot cocoa and sleepover bags. <laughs> we're playing the <laughs> <their> game. <laughs> Remember the sign that says, we'll test for free? <laughs> it's happening. Let's go, Joe. Peace out, guys. <laughs> it's going to be weekend D&D food. <laughs> Man. Anyway. Speaking of TSO, they had an Ask Us Anything for the Aldmeri Dominion Part 1. This was posted on the 10th on the Elder Scrolls Online website. There was a lot in there. I don't think I want to go over all of it. But it was just general questions like the first one was, how did the Aldmeri Dominion ah, come to be formed in the first place? And they, you know, oh, went the whole well, no, it. it was really the uh, brainchild of Queen Arryn. After assuming the throne of Alinor, having traveled Tamriel extensively before returning to Somerset, she was aware of the dire threats menacing the world and saw it as the proper duty of the elves to put things right. At the same time, the Wood Elves and Khajiit Khajiit, were facing troubles (laughs) of their own and in need of allies, so they came together to form the Dominion. Another question was, will elsewhere be in TESO? And they said yes at lunch. Yeah. You'll be able to you'll be able to explore two corners of elsewhere, an island off the south coast and the far northwest corner of Anaquina. 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 Around the city of Dune and Fort Sphinxmoth. Most of elsewhere is still in the grip of the Nahatin flu. Nahatin flu. <laughs> Nahatin flu. It isn't a place you really want to go until the epidemic has run its course. There are lots of Khajiit cults. When a Khajiit sneezes, you run the other way because that could be his Nahatan flu. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> so if you guys want to know more about this, go ahead and go over to dot um, and check it out. It's in the news segment, and I love their art. Yes. Yeah. I love how they've got everything associated with a particular like icon or graphic. So the next thing I want to do really quick is uh, Lore's Lou segment. Or Yay! Lou's Lore. Loring with Lou. <laughs> yeah. Lou's Lore. Loring Lou. Lou, Lou Lore. Uh, Lore Lou. Louie. Anyway, Lou, take it away. All right. Thank you very much. Today's topic was suggested by our own paladin himself, Master Paladin, Yvarwin. Hey, hey. (laughs) And we are going to cover Jorun the Skull King. However, because he asked, he's going to receive. What we're going to do is we're going to totally take this from the Elder Scrolls Online website because they came up with a beautiful write-up to explain the lore behind the Skull King himself. And it's going to be written. Here's the story. Jorun the Skull King by Helgrir Lutvois. 
the Bard of Windhelm. Born in the Second Era, year 546 to Queen. Mavjarn Flamehair. Just say she's a redhead. Uh, Prince Jorun grew up knowing that his eldest sister, Newhilda, was fated to take the throne. A singer of rare talent in a culture that reveres the power of the human voice, Jorun studied at Skull's Retreat on the Isle of Gold outside Riften. There he learned all that could be taught by the most renowned bards of the Eastern Kingdom. He was dubbed the Skald Prince of Skyrim. Hmm. Hence the moniker. Jorun spent most of his youth in artistic and philosophical pursuits, cultivating a broad array of artists, artisans and performers throughout Eastern Skyrim and beyond. He spent time in Mournhold, Stormhold, such, Elnhir, and is even reputed to have visited Solitude, the capital of Western Skyrim, in disguise. Though he claimed to have no interest in politics or the business of rule, his natural leadership qualities made him the unofficial leader of the creative community wherever he found himself. Though he received little form of schooling in the arts of arms and warfare, as little as a prince of the Nords could manage, anyway, traveling across the Hammerhill was always a dangerous activity. His travels taught him less orthodox ways of dealing with trouble. Jorun was in Riften when the Akaviri of Deir Kamal assaulted the northeast coast of Skyrim. In the Second Era, year 572, Jerun and his closest comrades, the Pack of Bards, there's a tough-looking name for you, huh? Fought their way up the coast of Windhelm, <laughs> arriving just in time to see its gate breached by the Akaviri. Somehow, ZeniMax Online is going to make me pay for that comment. <laughs> it's like getting assaulted by the Partridge family. <laughs> 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 anyway, <laughs> Jeroen hurled himself into the fray. Street fighting being something he had experience with, but was unable to prevent the fall of the city and the slaying of Queen Mabjam and the Princess Numhilde, who both went down fighting, as they should have. Fist pump there. Wounded and devastated, Jeroen barely escaped the sack of Windhelm alive. Feeling for the first time the responsibility of his royal birth, he decided to appeal to the Greybeards for aid, and so made his way, stealthily but quickly, to High Hrothgar. For reasons that have not been divulged, the Greybeards summoned a hero from Sovngarde, Wolfharth, the Ash King, to fight at Jerun's side. Together, Wolfharth and Jerun, now claiming the title Skald King, rallied the Nords of Eastern Skyrim, mustering an army from the Rift and outer regions of Eastmarch, then fortifying Riften. Deir Kamal, moving south from Windhelm, found Riften defended by angry Nords, inspired by the presence of Wolfharth and eager to fight. So, Deir Kamal bypassed Riften and marched on Mournhold, the Akaviri leader assuming that the Nords would be glad to see him go. <laughs> Don't assume anything, my Ben. <laughs> hmm. They come after you. That choice was a fatal mistake. Jorun and Wolfharth led their army in pursuit of the Akaviri force, and a Nordic army entered Morrowind for the first time since the Battle of Red Mountain. The Akaviri army was caught at Stonefalls between the Nords and the Doomer Legion led by Alnalexia. But the outcome of the great battle hung in the balance until a surprise intervention from a phalanx of Argonian shellbacks led by a trio of reptilian battle mages. The Akaviri line was broken and they were driven into the sea where they drowned by the thousands. The Ash King, his purpose fulfilled, returned to Sovngarde. In Windhelm, three weeks later, Jorun was crowned High King in the throne room of the Palace of Kings. That's an awesome story. Yes, it is. and That really is. Yeah, kudos to Elder Scrolls Online because that is I, – I am totally in love with what they're doing with the lore. 
that's pretty epic. I mean, to take a guy who's who's a bard and just happens to have leadership qualities about him and eventually becomes not just a warrior but a warrior king and and saves his people how more epic can you possibly get i mean that's amazing (laughs) i i know (laughs) and the way they've written this yeah the style of the writing on the website itself it makes it more yeah just makes it fun to read I love it. Yeah. It's, uh, basically what happens is when you, when you go to, um, elderscrollsonline.com and you, you find the link for, uh, the stories of Tamriel, Jorun, the Scald King, you click on the link here and it actually brings up like a little book that you would find in game when reading a story in game. So like when you're playing Skyrim or Oblivion or Morrowind, you pick up a book and it's got the, the opened book in front of you with the pages and you can flip through the pages by clicking on the button. That's what they have. And it's really awesome. This thing looks really cool, and the story is phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. Hats off to uh, to Zoss. Yes. Minus the you know, skill increased. Minus that, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> Minus the skill up, Sam. <laughs> but that's this week's Elder Scrolls segment. Hope you all enjoy. I wholeheartedly recommend everyone to bury themselves in the lore because there's just so much going on. The backstory, it, it'd just be a shame to miss out. All right, we have some five-star reviews to go over really quick. From America, we have Cyrock, Coolman2929 in the UK, our friends across the pond, Emperor Lloyd I, Les Skills. Thanks, everybody, for your five-star reviews. We really, really appreciate it. They go a long way. Our final thoughts. I want some Elder Scrolls Online. I just want That's what I want for Christmas. All I want for Christmas. Next year. You far win? Agreed. Um, can't wait to get back and uh, play me some Oblivion. That's what I'm looking forward to doing right now. Oh, yeah, and killing more bugs in Morrowind. Yay. <laughs> Lou. Uh, I'm looking to build that better crossbow and just put a bolt and surround his back. Oh, I'm sorry, did I say that out loud? That was out loud. That was not written down. Oh, <laughs> pretty out loud, yeah. <laughs> David, do you enforce Adams? You know, I, I'm just waiting to see if where I'm going to find a fly, flying turtle jellyfish. I was promised them, so I want to see them in Morrowind. Fair enough. And our illustrious guest, Mistress Lebeau. I'm going to be dra- uh, riding dragons before you guys. <laughs> Thank you well, for having me on the show very I had much. a few comments on that. I, just, I, I love I, talking I to you comments. guys. We love talking to you too, Liz. Wow, I was going to ask you, can we edit her out of this? I'm, yeah, I'm tempted to do that. <laughs> just hear gaps and just talking to some phantom person. Whatever. <laughs> I can ride dragons. How to reach us, Ivarwin? <laughs> <laughs> well, you can go to our website, which is elderscrollsofftherecord.com, uh, or you can go to our network website, which is questgamingnetwork.com. And if you'd like to send us an email, you can find that at elderscrollsofftherecord at gmail.com. Also, uh, where to listen to us? You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Zoom. And you can find us on Stitcher Radio. So if you don't have an iPhone, uh, you can go and uh, go to Stitcher Radio, download the app, and you'll find us by searching for Elder Scrolls Off the Record. And you can uh, grab all of our shows right there on your on your phone. Doesn't matter. Uh, if you don't like that app, you can use any app that you want, 
and go to our website, elderscrollsofftherecord.com, and you can access our RSS feed from the website. We post it on the sidebar on the right-hand side of our website, or every post that we do that's for for a podcast, you can find it there as well, right inside the post. Access the RSS feed, copy and paste the link straight on over to your favorite podcatcher, and there we are in all of our Elder Scrolls Off The Record glory. Twitter. If Twitter's your thing, you can find us at Elder Scrolls OTR. Joe is at author J.R. Wilson. I am Evarwin. You may reach me at Evarwin. E-V-A-R-W-Y-N. Lou is at GamerGuy11B. G-A-M-E-R-G-U-Y 11B. Dave is at D-Enforce. D-I-E-N F-O-R-C-E. And Liz is at Mistress underscore Lebo. L-E-B-E-A-U. Elder Scrolls Off the Record is a Quest Gaming Network production in association with Middle Earth Network. And I just want to say foos raw you all next week. Take care, everyone. Be safe. May the foos be with you. Good night, everyone. Glad you were here. See you all again next week. Get out. I mean, bye. Okay, I love you. Bye-bye. Hello. It's my favorite pain in the ass as I play. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> the Red I mean, Bull right now. I got one of the big Jagunda 16-ounce Red Bulls. That's what I'm drinking right now, too. <laughs> wow. Right, there we go. You both of us want your heart rate to go over 180. <laughs> yeah. Mine hits that way normally. All of y'all need to slap your forehead because I'm drinking a V8. Yeah. Dave's keeping his side straight. <laughs> 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 Lou, Liz, you guys remember this at all? No, I don't. Partly. <laughs> it's been a while. You don't remember I, I I'm like Sexy the, and I Know It? Come on. I block out traumatic experiences. You, you had to sing I'm Sexy and I Know It. Nope, still don't remember it. Thank you. You don't remember that? Nope, sorry, don't. Alright, so, stop. Blocked out forever. <laughs> so, in your medical opinion, would my cat be fat? Um, obese does come to mind. <laughs> He's so fluffy. Good. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote Job of the Cat? <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> oh, shoot, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> 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 you're making a mistake. The illustrious Jabba says he only likes Delicat. And uh, wow, this is gonna be like gassy off the record. What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> What drugs are you on, and may I have some? I'm on Red Bull, and you can go to your next corner store and pick one up. By the way, the new Red Bull flavors at 7-Eleven. Pone. Flavor. They have, they call it Silver Edition, Red Edition, and Blue Edition. The Blue Edition is the best one. Vomit. Silver Edition tastes kind of like vomit, but the blue one's good. (laughs) Yeah, vomit, like after a good night's drinking, or vomit, sick drinking. Sick. (laughs) Sick.
Joe, are you talking about sugar-free and and zero-calorie Red Bull? Oh, God, no. That's like a sin. <laughs> Why should Red Bull? With new flavors, such as anus. <laughs> First years of your unborn child. Uh, Jazz, ring, ringworm, hook nail, and your favorite, psoriasis. You mean Carlia? No, psoriasis. 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 Who's all